Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business Playdate. We are in the last episode of November. Oh my we gosh. Are. Where is the year gone? I mean, what we launched this uh, September 15th, right? Yeah, something like, yeah. So this has been like almost like 10 full weeks, maybe. Oh, this is crazy. So wild. I know. How are things going for you? We haven't just like caught up on here in a while. I know. Things are good. Um, This episode right now is the very last episode we're recording from my apartment. So that's really exciting. By the time this comes out, I will be moved. Hopefully. I mean, (laughs) the way the last 11 months have gone, who really knows? But (laughs) hopefully I'll be in my new house. (laughs) Well, I saw you post an Instagram story about the lighting in your new office. I'm so jealous. It looks beautiful. Oh my gosh. I was so happy and pleased with it. I was like, look at this. I did notice that there's like I guess one of the flaws with rooms with just full windows. Just windows, yeah. Is that you get like weird shadows at certain times of day. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I might need to get some some blinds or something for this room. Yeah. Are you gonna be facing the windows or will your back be to the windows? Like I'm how you said it. Gonna face the windows with my Ugh. face out there. Yes. Yeah, so I love that. I love looking out the window when I'm working. Like my old <sighs> My old office looked out the window and I got to see like the people walking and just, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just kind of nice. You get to see the dogs and the birds. Yeah. And I do love looking out the window and people watching. Yep. It's a, a favorite pastime. <laughs> it is. It is definitely a favorite pastime. So I'm excited. It'll be Yay. good. Hopefully, hopefully the audio sounds good in the new house. We'll see. I bet it will. I bet it will. Um, Yeah. It's been, I like, I think I was telling you, like, it's just been like kind of crazy. I did two social events this week like weeknight social events. And you know, your girl doesn't do that often. So I have just been like, like trying to catch up. Like my body's like, slow down. You need to sleep. So last night I actually finally got like some pretty decent sleep. It's so funny how I think back to like our twenties and I'm just like, how did we, how did we function? Granted, like we didn't have kids that woke us up early. We could like, you know, the responsibilities were fewer and far between, but but my gosh, like, I don't know how we functioned on like little sleep and whatnot. Now Being it's so like, social all the time. So social. So I had a lot of fun. There's, we like, it kind of like kicked off the holiday season, which is, you know, on par with what we're going to talk about today. But um, I went to like this really fun, like Christmas market this week with some girlfriends and just really got me in the holiday spirit. I um, love that. I actually like finally put out fall decor inside the house because I needed like something to do with my four-year-old the other day because we were stuck inside. And I was like, here, help me put out like some pumpkins and things like that. And I'm not like a huge like decorator inside yeah. my house when it comes to the holidays. But um, I we, we put some stuff out and now I'm kind of like seeing everyone put up all their Christmas decor and we're Let's, hosting c- Christmas at our house this year. So I'm like, fun. I kind of want to like put up my tree soon. Yeah. I guess by the time this comes out, it will be acceptable for me. But I have to, a couple things to say about all of this. The first yes. is I'm also hosting Christmas and I'm extremely overwhelmed because I'm moving into a new house with like virtually no furniture. I did order like the main pieces, but I'm like, we're not going to have 
even close to what a home should have for furniture and we're hosting. We oh, do have a dining that's... room table and we do have chairs for the dining room table. Christmas so like... or Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm sorry. Christmas. Christmas. Oh, okay. I was like, um, whoa. <laughs> no, thank God. Thank God, no. Um, but I'm very overwhelmed by that. But it's funny. So you're talking about decorating the house with Ellie and this kind of goes into our topic of the day. But mm-hmm. I was asking my son, my four-year-old, you know, what – what are your favorite things about Christmas? Because I'm trying to manage the overwhelm I've got going on. I'm moving. Yeah. I got a host. I got to do all these things. And I was like, what are your favorite things about Christmas? And he was like, well, I love the presents, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And I was like, well, okay, besides the presents, like put that aside. And he was like, um, I love the decorations. And I was like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So now I feel like I really got to go all out. I love that. I love that. find them in all of our boxes. Uh, I'm just like not looking forward to trying to keep the baby away from the tree for over a month. So – that's my favorite. That's my favorite I, activity. <laughs> I saw something really cool. Um, if I can find it again, I'll, I'll have the link posted in the show notes. Um, it was like a little string that you attach to the ornament and it has like a carabiner type of thing on like it. Like a safety cord? Yeah. And it attaches it to the actual tree. Like you tighten it so it stays on there easier rather than <laughs> just like a little like normal loop. The things that people invent. Right. That is just mind boggling. Well, good. Well, let's jump in. Yeah. Now that we've kind of like prefaced with a little holiday talk here. So today we're going to jump in and I've like fun named this the holiday haze, you know, where it is the holiday haze. It is. We are, this is the, I think this is coming out on the last day of November. So this should be November 30th when you're, when you're hearing this for the first time, you know, just like hit the ground running. We've had Thanksgiving, like we're full on Christmas season now. And when it comes to being a business owner and just like being a mom and like a functioning and a adult, wife. a yeah. wife, like during the holiday season, it's just a lot. And so we wanted to dive into today talking about ways that we handle stuff and ways that you can handle things if you need to take some of these like tips and hacks for your business or just for your life in general, like we were talking about as a mom or whatnot. So um, Lindsay, why don't you start off? Like how do you, as a business owner, how have you like handled the holidays and Christmas specifically like that, like two weeks around Christmas and New Year's? Like how have you handled that from a business perspective? I would say from how I have handled it versus how I hear other people handle it may be different. And in my thoughts and my, you know, where I think about taking time off for the holidays, I think there's kind of two distinct camps here. Yeah. I think there is the person who takes the whole, you know, they're like, I'm taking two weeks off, which is great. Love that for you. Mm -hmm. And then there's the person who's like, I'm going to plan in advance and get all the work scheduled. So it goes out and I'm going to do that. And I think that those are two really great methods But I also think that as business owners, we need to think about what's going to work for our business. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram, I hear a lot of people just preach, you know, take two weeks off. Like you can do it. And it doesn't necessarily always work like that. So I have obviously two distinct business units. I have a digital products unit and where I sell courses and digital products. Mm -hmm. In that area, I can easily take off two weeks, you know, like that's – I'm only letting myself down, you know. I can – I don't have any coaching calls scheduled around that time. I don't have anything, you know, I can take time away from Instagram. Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, But in the services bucket, as an agency owner who's servicing clients on retainer who are paying for that time, I can't necessarily do that unless I wanted to prorate my services. Exactly. And so that's where I wouldn't say I've struggled, 
But I would say that that's something you need to take into consideration when you're thinking about how you're taking time off for the holidays or for really anything. Um, So a couple of things that I've done over the years to make my life easier and better is when my clients sign a contract with me, there is a list of days that we take off. They are pretty normal days. They're nothing crazy, you know, market holidays, that sort of stuff. Um, But there's a list in there. So they're signing that contract immediately knowing like I'm not working, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm not working New Year's Eve. I'm not working New Year's. Um, And when you say market holidays, you mean like, because you're a lot of your clients are in the financial services, right? So like the, yeah. like the stock market, like when the market is not open. Yeah. Those if the market's holidays. not open, I'm not open. Um, yeah. And then I also take off banking holidays, mm-hmm. which mostly are the same as market holidays, but there's a couple, there's like one or two extras for the banks. Um, and then I take off Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve because that's just a, that's a no for me. Yeah. Um, and so and that's isn't it interesting. I'm sorry to interrupt no, you, but isn't ahead. it interesting? Like a lot of like some businesses, especially like corporate businesses don't take Christmas Eve off. No. No, I mean, markets are open. Or New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, a lot of people don't. Um, So that's one thing is like they sign that. uh, I I don't prorate for Mm -hmm. those days off. Like that's just what it is. Um, But I do try to get everything kind of handled in advance. So I spend, I would say from this point in time, like November through December, I am talking with my clients about, you know, what does January 1 look like? Mm-hmm. What does it look like for you for the holidays? Like what are the things that we need to have done in order to make sure that there's no fire drills happening for the rest of the year? Because it's not just crazy for me, but it's also crazy for them. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of going into it with less of a scared mindset of like, oh my gosh, I can't let my clients down. It's more of a, hey, client, me and you need to get together and figure out how we can help each other. Right. And like, that's the thing is it's, um, you were saying before, like you see on Instagram, like, oh, you should take two weeks off. You're a business owner. You get to decide how much time you want off. But it's, that's kind of disrespectful to your clients, especially if you work in, like you were saying, like a services where they're paying you on a retainer for a month. Like you can't just expect that they're going to be okay with that. And especially if you're in a services, like, like how you and I are, we do a lot mm-hmm. of like marketing consulting, marketing strategy, a marketing management. And it's less of like, you know, if you have a very specific package that your clients are purchasing where it's right. like you get, you know, 30 designed pins and you get 30 Pinterest captions and you can schedule in advance. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's amazing. You can easily take two weeks off. But when you're in kind of the services avenue that you and I are in, I think it's a little more difficult. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And I I, I would say my situation, like at the last, this will be my third holiday season as a business owner, is pretty similar. Last year was a little different because I had a brand new baby. So I was kind of technically on maternity-ish leave, um, but I was still working. And one of, like what I've found is that my clients that are uh, small business owners that um, like run stores and like online businesses, they're pretty much done like with their hard selling, like those week or two before Christmas. Like there's not like, there are a lot of e-commerce businesses, right? So we're really hitting it hard leading up to Christmas. And then we kind of just make sure things are running as they need to be during those like two-ish weeks holiday season. So I'm still on, I'm still available if they need me, but like you, I communicate up front with them about, you know, I'm, I won't be answering any emails or phone calls on these dates. If you need anything urgently, you know, please try to get it to me as quickly as possible, or just know that it may take me a little bit to get to, back to you. And that's like, 
I think that's the number one piece of advice that I have is just don't tell your clients what you're going to do. Like have a conversation with them about what you're going to do. And, yes. and, it, and it, you'll, you'll be surprised, you know, like most of them are going to be like, of course. It's like with anything I think we talked about, especially those of us, those of you that are listening that like come from that corporate background where you're kind of like, you have to ask off for the time. I mean, that's just, that's not the case anymore, but you have to like communicate it properly where it's respectful. Right. And I think too, like, I talk about this a lot, but I I, I treat myself like a partner with my clients. I consider yeah. myself a partner with my clients and not a – I'm not their employee. I'm not just a service provider. Like I am a true partner with them. Their mm-hmm. success is my success. Mm-hmm. I want them to do well and part of them doing well is me also doing my job well yeah. and making sure that I'm treating them with the respect that a true partner would. Um, and so, you know, having those conversations, setting expectations, but I mean, it's, like I said, they're, cra- they're having craziness too. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to take time off with their families as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, my like past life and kind of like last year too, I was still was working a lot in the entertainment industry and like we would be working with, um, uh, sometimes like I'd be working with like agents or like publicists or, um, like, uh, label like record labels and stuff that they they all take like two weeks completely off and so like you know if you are in an industry where you know they take two weeks like from december 22nd to january 4th you know think about like when kids are out for christmas like some place some industries take off their they shut down for two weeks at the holidays so if you know that like you need to understand that you need to know your industry and surely like if you're working in that space you do but you know maybe they won't be working during that time. And you do need to have things prepared and ready to go out. Um, And I think too, something I did forget to add is there is that childcare component that I always talk about with my clients where I'm like, hey, you know, my kids don't have school those two Mm -hmm. weeks around Christmas. So it's going to be a little crazy on here. Mm -hmm. We probably shouldn't have our meeting that we have scheduled. You know, like I'll move things around. Mm -hmm. Be like, this is like a time of chaos. I'll be around if you, you know, have an emergency, but let's try to get in front of this before we all have a little bit of chaos ensuing. Yeah. Yeah. I usually try to like set like a, um, a time, like this will be the last thing that I'll say and then we can move on. But like, I usually try to set like, um, like a deadline for myself to give to my clients. So it's like, okay, let's, let's have like our last touch base, like last meeting of the year, you know, like the week of December 15th or whatever this year, December 15th is on a Friday. So it's like, let's, you know, let's touch base before we all go our separate ways for the holidays. Let's make sure everything is touched. Like all the touch points are done. All the emails are scheduled. All of the, um, all of the like ads are like either stopped or going. Cause like in the ads world, it gets really expensive and especially mm-hmm. in e-commerce world. So like, you know, you want to make sure that you understand, like, are you going to have anything running during those two weeks? Are you not? Are you know, like there's, I just try to have like a one last like year end meeting with my clients before like that week of Christmas hits. And yeah. that tends to work really well. I love that. That's a good idea to just set those expectations. Mm-hmm using the end of the year and the last of the year as a good benchmark. Yes, absolutely. Well, so that was business talk and, you know, everyone kind of has their own way of doing things, but now we're going to jump into the some, mental load, some of fun all stuff, of the things that pertain to the holidays. This is more on like a personal level. Mm-hmm. 
The chaos of Christmas and Thanksgiving, the holiday time in general, is so heavy. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so much going on. I don't know about you, but I really feel like a chicken with my head cut off around the holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially like as the kids get older and like they start understanding Christmas more and they start like, you know, you can – enjoy it a little bit more through their eyes, but like you want to make it so special and so just, you know, picture perfect in a way, even though like it's not going to be and there's going to be chaos. And I'll tell you right now, like I do a lot of this to myself because I'm such a procrastinator with gifts and Mm -hmm. with like- Same. Wrapping and all of those things. And I know that there could be things that I'm doing now to- alleviate that or even like a month ago. Um, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> hmm I know. Same. I would say every single year I go through the same cycle in my head of next year I'm going to do this differently and I mm-hmm. never do it. And I think at the end of the day, the problem is I'm a very conservative spender and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to spend this money right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there might be a deal. There might be something going on sale that I want to buy as a gift. Like, I don't know. And then I end up the week before Christmas buying a ton of Christmas gifts and like it's super chaotic. But everyone's getting an Amazon box for Christmas full of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So my house is. Um, I have started implementing like a note in my phone and whenever anyone says something around me and I think of it, right? Like Mm -hmm. if my mom's like, oh, I really need a new – Last year, she had said she needed a new silicone bank bake, baking sheet. Oh, okay. And so I wrote it down on my phone, and then I got her one for Christmas, and it made it super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to write things down like that mm-hmm. has been really helpful to keep track of actually giving people gifts that they want because I think that's a huge struggle. Is I don't want to give someone something that they don't want. Well, that's smart because it gets it out of your head. Like to when you when you do sit down to like start saying like, okay, here's the people I need to get gifts for. And here's like some things writing it down in that moment is really smart. That's a good tip. I'm going to like take that on because then that takes it out of your head, out of that like mental space. And it puts it down somewhere that you can refer back to Mm -hmm. Um, because boy, like I will find myself probably about now, like listing, like, okay, I have to buy gifts for all these people. And like, I'll start writing out gift ideas. And then I find myself like the week I'm going to buy all the gifts, like texting my sisters and being like, what do you think my niece wants? And what do you think she wants? And I'm like, I wrote this down. Do you think that makes sense? And, and I, I, it's like my, so my family, like my nieces and my, and I have one nephew, like they range in ages from Ellie is, or uh, Maggie is the youngest, my baby. And so they range in ages from like 18 months to 15 years old. So mm-hmm. that's like a wide range of like different ages, you know, and like all the cousins buy each other gifts and like, then the aunts and uncles buy the little ones gifts. And then we all get my mom something, you know, and then my sisters and I, like, we've kind of like pared down what we do. And so, um, it's, it's evolved over time. And then as more like babies and kids get brought into the world and the the space, like things just kind of have changed and shifted and, and evolved. But, um, I love I think that, that idea. that's important. I think the things that have helped our Christmases be a little less chaotic over the past few years, especially since we started having kids is, Pairing down those gifts, but mm-hmm. having conversations on a family-wide level of like mm-hmm. my husband's family is really big. He has six siblings. And oh my gosh, I did not know that. Yeah. Three of them are step siblings, but like they're all, they're all siblings. They're uh-huh. all, you know, uh-huh. big family. Oh yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of nieces and 
Asher is actually the only boy, but um, there's a lot of kids and siblings and parents, you know, we've got my parents and then his two sets of parents, mom Mm -hmm. and stepdad, dad and stepmom. So there's a lot of gifts. And I think that the best thing that we did is have a conversation with all of the siblings. Like, okay, this is where we we're not doing sibling gifts anymore. It's just yeah. gifts or like, you know, we're all going to go in on one gift for mom mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing to set expectations like well in advance. So everyone knows. And it also pairs down the gifts. Cause I feel like at one point in time we were getting, I mean, 20 something gifts for just mm. siblings and nieces and yeah. everything. And I mean, they, we were just going to TJ Maxx buying pure crap because it's mm-hmm. like, what are you supposed to get all of these people? Like, I don't know what anyone wants or need. Everyone has what they need. Yeah. And so it's like, this is really silly. It's overwhelming. And it's just consumerism at its finest. Yeah. We, um, we did the same thing. Like now most of the gifts that are given like in our little family, like Christmas, um, for again, my side of the family, um, is like mostly like gifts for the little ones. And then we have like small things like the brother-in-laws, they all exchange gifts. My sister and I, we all exchange gifts. And then we're like, we all get my mom something, you know? So my mom mm-hmm. and like, and then my mom gets like all the kids something, you know? So it's like, it has pared down a lot. And um, like, I can remember, and this is like for the next topic, but I can remember like this, the mountain of gifts, like for like the Christmas Eve, like we, we always do like Christmas Eve at my mom's house or with my mom and my dad. And like, my mom's side of the family and it was just like so many gifts, but what, how he would do it was like, everyone just like drew a name, you know? Mm -hmm. And so all that, but, um, that's going to get into the traditions talk, but yeah, like with Ryan's family, um, like our girls are the only grandchildren and like his sister lives in a different state. And so we don't always spend Christmas together, but this year we happen to. And so we're hosting at our house. And so I'm really excited to kind of like, I hate to use the word have like the control over like everything, but it'll be nice to like have everyone come to our house yeah. and like, you know, I'll, I am like, I love um, hosting and I love like kind of being, again, I'm going to use the word in charge, but like having like the, like um, the control over like the, uh, the timeline and the flow, you know, of all of that stuff. And so um, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be the first year that we're like hosting like Christmas Eve and, you know, like Christmas day-ish lunch kind of a thing at our house. Um, so that'll be fun. And then um, it, it, one thing that has really helped too, like you said, having the conversations about the gift giving, but one thing that has helped too is like, as um, like my kids have grown and as like just life in general has like kind of evolved and changed over the last few years, like we had a conversation in early November, early October with both sides of the family, like collectively, we're like, okay, what are the holidays going to look like this year? You know, like we like set those expectations up front. We had like everyone, you know, we kind of all had to compromise and like make changes and like, we won't be celebrating with my family on Christmas Eve and Christmas day this year, but it doesn't take away from the, like the beauty of it all. And it took me a little while to understand that because the change, like change, like talk about like the mental stress of like change and like trying to like make sure everybody's happy. But in reality, like you have to take care of like you and your little family and make sure that like, as long as you can celebrate at some point, like the date doesn't necessarily matter. And I think that's been the hardest thing for me. And honestly, moving was really helpful. But last year we did set the like, before we even knew we were moving, 
We were like, hey, we're not doing Christmas at anyone's house ever again. Like mm-hmm. at this point in time, we are we have little kids and I want their memories of Christmas to be at our house. Mm-hmm. You mean like waking up Christmas morning, like yeah. Santa, all that, yeah. Santa at their own house and all of our relatives were far enough away where we weren't really going to do like a – we'll drive, we'll wake up in the morning at our own house and then like drive over to their house. Yeah. Um, And so I was just like – that was a really hard conversation for me to have mm-hmm. with all of my – like my in-laws, my own parents and just being like, hey, like – I love you guys. I would love for you guys to come to our house. Like that's open door policy at our house at mm-hmm. all times. Like mm-hmm. even for like Sunday dinners, open door policy here. But it's at our house. Like I want that. And because I was thinking back on my Christmases as a kid and I would always remember like waking up and being so excited to go mm-hmm. see what Santa brought. And like sometimes like my stocking would be hidden and it'd be behind a cat. Like, yeah. you know, like they were just like little things. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the gifts that I got. I don't remember – really anything. I just remember waking up at my house and like running to my Christmas tree and mm-hmm. it was just the magic of it. And I'm like, yeah. I I can't sacrifice giving my kids those memories to make some other family member happy. Like yeah. I need to focus – right now is my time to focus on my little family and mm-hmm. that's just what we have to do. So that was a hard conversation, but I did have it and now we are only doing Christmas at our house from now yeah. on. Yeah. Well, that's good. I think – we talked about this a little bit in one of our productivity things, but it's like, you know, the hell yes versus the hell no. Like if you, if you say no to something and it makes it uncomfortable up front, then you're kind of saving yourself the inevitable, like uncomfortableness every year of like kind of resenting what, you know, what, what you did just to make other people happy. And I think that's like, like without like getting like too personal about it, like that's been a struggle for me. Um, because like we're the only ones that live away with my family and but we're like 3 hours away so it's not that bad but like we just don't we don't want to drive on christmas day anymore and that's yeah. been kind of what we've done and it has worked but now the girls like my oldest she's 4 like she's this is going to be like the first christmas i feel like she really understands mm-hmm. and like is just like it's just going to be pure magic and so our kind of conversation is like you know, every other year. So like, you know, whether or not we like wake up at my mom's house is totally fine. Like we, my sisters like live literally like down the street from my mom's, but we just don't, we were always like waking up Christmas morning and then hurrying driving Christmas day back, you know, to be with my in-laws. And so now it's kind of hopefully going to be like every other year, which, which is sad because like we will, like my little family, we will miss out on like the the tradition of like Christmas Eve that we've had since I was growing, like my whole life, like even my mom, like growing up, that was like what they did was with her side of the family. Christmas Eve has always been the same. And so like, that is like a a mental struggle that maybe people can relate with when they're listening to this of like becoming a parent and like becoming a mom and maybe like living away from your family or maybe not make, maybe you do live around the corner from your family, but like establishing your own kind of boundaries around the holidays is a real mental fuck. If I'm going to be real honest. Seriously is a real mental fuck. And it's like one of those things where I'm constantly, I don't want to let anyone down. Like I love my family and I love spending, of course. I love the holidays with my family. We have so much fun, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I just want my, like, I want them all to come to me. Like they don't have little kids and that sounds super selfish. Like that's so yeah. fucking selfish, but it just is. I'm like, they don't have little kids and my brother doesn't even have little kids right now. And so mm-hmm. him and his girlfriend are coming to visit us for the holidays, which is so nice because they live so out fun. in Colorado now. Um, so I feel – honestly, I feel worse 
for my mom because both of her kids have now moved to different states in yeah. the last like year. And so it's this weird thing for her where she's probably really upset because she doesn't have anyone at home anymore to come over. And it's this weird – and this kind of goes into our next seg of like we've always done exactly – you said the same exact thing every Christmas and it's been so fun and beautiful and great traditions. Mm -hmm. And like that's what my Christmas traditions are. But I'm like now that – especially now that we've moved, I'm not getting on an airplane with these kids to go for Christmas to bring all their gifts and then have them all – no. Like that's just a no from me. We Um, we did – sorry to interrupt you, but like we did like when we have the every other year thing or like we went skiing one year for Christmas, mm -hmm. Santa like – came early to our house. Oh, that's nice. And like the big stuff was here and then like little stuff he left Christmas morning wherever place. we were. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I think like at this point, I – because I'm like, oh, I want to create traditions with my own kids and like things are going to look different because we're not going to have the New Year's Eve dinner that we've always had that's been mm-hmm. beautiful at my mom's house on her china and like having this amazing meal. Like now we need to create our own traditions and I'm starting to realize that I don't have any. Yeah. Like outside of – the things like I don't have any with my own kids and like me and my husband and our kids. Mm-hmm. It's all been with my parents or his parents, you know, mm-hmm. like those family units. And now I need, now I feel the need to create them. If I tell you, like, honestly, nothing has made me feel more guilty about not having my own family traditions with my little family than social media. When I see like all these influencers and all these people, like, this is what we do for the holidays. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I guess I need to be making traditions. Right. But the, if you think about it, like our oldest are four. Like, right. They're they're still little. And like this is probably the first year that they're really going to grasp the concept of it. I mean, last year maybe a little bit, but you know, like, well, I'll just tell you, like, so some things that like we've established that like are gonna continue is like elf on the shelf. Like I'm a mom, elf on the shelf mom. Like we do that. Um it's not like I don't go all out with it, but we do it. And the elf comes on uh, the day after Thanksgiving um, or December 1st. I can't remember what we do. Um, uh, warning if kids are listening. <laughs> We're about to get into some things. Yeah. Tr- tr- uh, child warning. Child warning here. Um, um, but we do we, that. We did elf like- on the shelf last year and it was, it was fun. I was actually – darkly against it like me and my husband Mm -hmm. were really against it but we were having my my son was like really difficult last year around Christmas he just turned three and was like in this like terrible oh god yeah three zone and I was like you know I think the elf will be good like Mm -hmm. you know elf's watching yeah um so we did do it last year and I'm gonna keep it going because I thought it was really fun but at low low bar yeah and like elf doesn't move yeah sometimes he's tired you know um and like word a word of advice like you I know you have two kids like just get one elf. <laughs> oh yeah, it's one like, elf. No, one we elf. don't. We don't have multiple elves for each no. kid. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing to have. Uh, I've had. I've seen some families where each kid has their own elf, and I'm like, oh, that's nice for you, but that's no. Nope. We have a family elf. Um, her name's Poe. Um, because Ellie Bart. Ellie couldn't say North Pole. I, we said she came from the North Pole, and she was like Poe, North Pole, Poe, Pody elf. You know, so I was like, okay. Um. What else do we do? We like have started a, a tiny little tradition and we did it last year by ourselves, but the year before last, like our neighborhood goes pretty hardcore for Halloween and Christmas. And so like with some friends, we just loaded up the kids in strollers and wagons and just like one evening, just like walked around and looked at Christmas lights. And yeah. so like, we've kind of tried to do that just with our little family. Um, but that's really the extent of it. Like I haven't tried to think too hard about it other than wanting my girls to wake up Christmas morning and like having that running down the stairs, Santa has come moment. And, 
you know, I won't, I know that like for our situation, we won't have that every year, but the years that we are going to be at our house, like yeah, that like makes me want to cry even just thinking about how special that'll be. I just think it's so special. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. We don't really have any traditions. We, I, we're big walkers in general. Mm-hmm. So we walk all the time um, and love walking around and looking at the Christmas lights and all of the decorations. It'll be I've, so fun in your new neighborhood to see. I know. I've heard our new neighborhood like. is really fun around Christmas. So I'm excited about that. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I just need to think of some things. Like, I, I think you're right. There is this weird expectations that influencers mm-hmm. tend to put on us. And I do need to kind of let go of that and be like, okay, like, I am fun. Our our kids are having a great experience no matter what, whether yeah. there's crazy traditions or not. Yeah. The biggest, like, I have a question for you. And um, the biggest question that that comes up when we joined families, when Ryan and I got married was, does Santa leave gifts out ready to play with or does he wrap them at your house? We're a wrap family. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> what are you? We are a, they are ready to play with out and like ready. Like you run up and you just grab them. And Brian is like, his family was like you where Santa wraps the gifts, which I can see why that's special. Like the anticipation of like opening the gifts from Santa, but Santa always left them like open, ready to go. And so that's been like a, a point of, I wouldn't say contention, but like yeah. last year it was like, well, you know, say no, Santa wraps gifts. And I'm like, no, Santa leaves them out in the open. What are you talking about? And so um, we've compromised and like some things are wrapped and some things are like stocking stuff is wrapped sometimes. And like, you know, oh, no stocking no, stuff no, is wrapped like, at I, my I, was house. Just, I know. I was like trying to figure out what to wrap or Santa was trying to figure out what to wrap and like what not to. And so, um, anyway, it, it'll That's be interesting. so funny. Yeah. I, have this vivid memory like just this isn't necessarily about that but of, of rapping um my brother has all love him if he's listening um love him he but he, i have these vivid memories of him all he the way he unwraps his gifts is so funny like he's so particular about it like i'm like let's just go you yeah. know and he like it takes so long. He would always be the last one. Like he would always have like 12 gifts left, like some absurd amount of gifts because mm-hmm. I'd be done because I just ripped them all open. And he would be like taking all the tape and perfectly, you know. Oh my gosh. It. And I'm just like, how are you? And then I'd be kind of jealous. Like, I wish I went a little slower. <laughs> what? Like, is there anything that y'all did as a family that you could like, as, like continue with your kids? Like I think about it, like on Ryan's side, like his parents – I don't know who started this or if they started when they were little, but what they do before they open a gift is they like say, what are you going to do with it before they open the gift? Oh, and no. And so you kind of like guess, like you kind of like shake it and like guess. And oh, that's fun. So like when I, when we started dating and like we started doing holidays together, I remember like that first time I was like, you know, you're used to what you do. And yeah. so I was like, what we do in my family is we go by age. So like the youngest opens first and then we like rotate through like okay. the young, youngest to oldest opens one gift at a time and it makes it last. Right. And, um, with like my husband's family, it's kind of just like whoever wants to open opens, but you open one at a time, but before you open, you say, what are you going to do with it? And it has been like a really fun thing, um, that I think that we'll continue with our girls for gifts that they're going to open. Is, that is like, cute. You know, like I remember one time, um, like I, I had something and I like shook it and it sounded like I had liquid in it. I was like, Oh, I'm going to wear it. Like it's, you know, thinking it was perfume and I opened it and it was like a, a beautiful, like bottle of olive oil or something. And I was like, Oh, I'm definitely not going to wear this. <laughs> I love that. So That's kinda, so fun. It, it's like a fun little tradition that I think yeah. will continue. Um, a tradition that some of my best friends 
do. So my best friends are, they live like across the street from my parents growing up. They are, mm-hmm. Our parents are all best friends. So we're kind of like one big family for all the holidays, which is also yeah. really sad that we're not going to really have that yeah. at least this year um, and or Christmas is in general. Um, but they always do this pickle on the tree. Have you heard about this? I haven't. We, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so fun. They do uh-huh. like a pickle ornament. They hide, like Santa hides it on the tree on Christmas, you know, night. Uh-huh. And then whoever finds the pickle first thing in the morning gets like a special gift. And I think oh, one year fun. it was like a DVD or, you know, mm-hmm. like just like something small and fun. But I'm like, that is such a fun little, I don't know, activity. I love that. That is so fun. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that you can establish with your own little family and like things that probably won't even seem like a tradition until you witness it for the first time. And you're like, oh, that was so sweet. Let's do that again next year. And then like, it'll just kind of continue to be a tradition. So um, I mean, like as we wrap this up, we, I would love to, when you listen to this, I'll have a post on the business play date. And it's going to all be around holiday traditions. Mm -hmm. So I would love if all of our listeners could go to that post and comment one or two of their family traditions. Even if you think it's not like this big monumental thing, Mm -hmm. like maybe it's you make cinnamon rolls for breakfast. You know, like I would just love to hear all of our listeners' little traditions that they do. I would too. That would be so fun. Um, We'll like screenshot some and share them in the stories and stuff too. That would be really fun. Yeah, we'll share them. That would be really fun. fun. Well, I know like tis the season and like just give yourself a lot of grace like when it comes to the holidays, when it comes to work, you know, like prepare as best as you can. Like the mental load is like the mom and the wife and kind of like the one that takes on like a lot of the responsibilities. Um during the holiday season, just like give yourself grace and enjoy it because I, I hate this, but like, it's so true. They're only little for so long. I know they before are. Before they become like cynical about it all. Right. And I'm like, even <gasps> if you have like older ones and littler ones, like at some point the older ones are going to be cynical and like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I know, I know, but well, so fun. Well, we, um, we'll catch you guys next time and make sure you also, if you loved this, please leave a review. We would love that. Yes. We will be back next week with some more fun. Yeah. Talk soon. 